Hello and welcome to the 23rd episode of the second ever season of the Plebs on Footy podcast. I am your host, Rory O'Kane, and as always, I'm joined by Scott Fotheringham. I'm excited, Banjo. We're coming off the greatest pod of all time. Yeah, we couldn't have done less work to follow it up. We're we're, we're going to be uh, running on empty for this one. We're not super well. To give yourself a bit of a nitros boost to uh, continue the car car metaphor, we've got, for the first time in living memory, pretty much, it's the producer back in the chair. It's a weird feeling. It's, it is so good to be back. I think it's he's... so good. So good to have Richmond winning again. So I'm, I'm back just to, to revel in the glory. We'll get to Richmond because I've got some things to say about Richmond. But most importantly, he's opened a Word document. He's even going to be a fact checker this week. Here we go. Multifunctional. I can't say I'm too happy about having him back after his... He was bloody negative last week. He was, it was the greatest pot ever. Yeah, we, we nailed it. We, we thought it was a below we nailed average it. He comes back, another you one. You guys are so self-congratulatory. It was better. It. it was funny. There was good analysis. It was just... Oh, you, can't, it was really... you can't say your own band is good. It band, was, it, though, Your mate. band has to subjectively be viewed by others. Now, you have... <laughs> You have to say, we are pretty negative when we want to be negative as well. We're well aware when our pods are terrible. Yeah, but then I, I don't think your terrible pods are as bad as you think they are. I kind of keep a middle ground. Last week, was a, it, was, it was a masterpiece, I would call it. Does this man strike you as a Richmond fan? Because those words I just heard come out of his mouth, completely <laughs> against that grain, I stay in the middle ground. No, you don't. You're a Richmond fan. <laughs> and but, he is a Richmond fan. He's, he's a real Richmond fan these Richmond days. Richmond this year, yeah? Tiger time. one quick because Dusty's coming to North. That's the main story out of it. Let's lead with it, I guess. We'll mix up our formula. We've got stuff to go, but... Why would Dusty, we be leading with this? Because the most important When have we story. ever led with a story about when has the, when player has, movement? When has the story about player movement ever been the most important story in the history of the world? Never. It's new ground, so we're going to run with it. It's not the biggest story in the history of the world. We've been talking about this all year. Why are you bringing it up now? I have not said anything but Josh Kelly. <laughs> Let me talk about Justin Martin for a while. <laughs> You're not getting both, surely. You're not going to pay three mil for two players. No, we're getting both of them, and then we're getting the number one draft pick as well, because we're going to walk Kelly through the preseason draft. Dusty's coming for free. I'm really so, all happening. So what is the most recent update on Dusty? He's coming to North. No, the, the we'll update, apparently the, the offer which North of. Uh, given is 1.5 mil over seven years, right. and Richmond and Gold are just under 1.2 mil over seven years. Okay. Sources of so the other at. people. And apparently he's going to head over to New Zealand to chat to his dad about You mean Brad Scott? No, Dusty is. Dusty's going to yeah. Okay, because I saw a report saying Brad Scott was going to fly over. <laughs> yeah, that was weeks ago. Anyway, let's move <laughs> on. <laughs> that wasn't that yesterday? <laughs> that was two weeks ago. Still old news. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> he's already signed. <laughs> But anyway, let's get to the football. Oh no, let's talk about how I saw all the North Melbourne players in the movie last night. This bring, Why would we be talking about this that? bringing two What's sections of the pod together. The, everybody loves the movie reviews. We've done that twice to great effect. And now we're bringing with it player sightings. Everyone loves a player sighting. Did I have the guts to go talk to them? No, but I saw them. Scott Thompson was there. Sean Atley was there. Ryan Clark was there, who we'll get to later. Everybody was there. More importantly... I'm pretty sure the movie I saw. Wasn't that good though. Okay, fair enough. I'm pretty sure I saw Fitzy in a in a cafe the other day as well. Jack Fitzpatrick. That's yeah, that's more exciting. But you're not sure because he was sitting down. You couldn't tell if he was a giant or not. He didn't look quite as goofy as I think he looks. That, that was the one thing which held me back from saying hello. I have a question about your previous story. Was Matt Jack Doyle there? Oh yeah, he on crutches. Like, oh, I, I can now. He, he was on crutches. I could have cornered him, but I was polite. <laughs> He couldn't have got away. Like, grand final sprint winner with one foot, I think I could have taken him in a race. <laughs> but 
Men anyway, you could have chatted to Magic Door. Did you miss that opportunity? I've already chatted to Magic Door. Have you met him at a bar once? I said hello. Yeah, so have I. I've I've shaken his hand. I'm reasonable. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) it was great. I'm sitting here in jealousy. (laughs) I haven't washed my hands since. Anyway, (laughs) let's get to the football. What a weird start to the pot. eh? (laughs) For the seventh time, let's get to the football. (laughs) Yeah, all right. Uh, Let's take it away. Your, your uh, time to show My, my segment, Gold Jacket, Green Jacket. The title derives from a line of Happy Gilmore, Gold Jacket, Green Jacket, who gives a shit, and we give 3-2-1 votes for the most meaningless game of the round. Uh, it's an interest. This round is uh, very much either really interesting or completely not interesting at all, like all of the games, and it was pretty easy. Classic end of the season sort of stuff. Yeah, but we've had to wait quite late for it, which is which is nice. Uh, one vote, we're giving Eston defeated Gold Coast by 33 points. It wasn't... Completely one-sided for for most of the game, but you know, easily beaten in the up, end. Shows up uh, Essendon's final spot, though. It's a good win for them. I mean, yeah, they've got the bye next week. Mm. I mean, they've got Freo. Yeah, like so, <laughs> they don't win. They've that. got a nice percentage boost coming. Yeah, so it's like the bye in the junior basketball I used to play, where you'd get a twenty to nothing win for having a bye for some reason. So if you had two buys in a season, which half the time you did because they couldn't schedule a thing, you had a massive advantage. It was great. Why are we talking about you? Because we don't basketball. know what to talk about with the football, so I'm bringing in anecdotes. Well, that's, why it's, that's why it's in Gold Jacket, Green Jacket. Uh, still big problems for the Gold Coast. I mean, they're, they're woeful. Yeah. They're in a lot of trouble. How, I think it takes a while for them to turn it around as well. Like, they're going to lose Ablett. One way or another, I think he'll retire or go somewhere else, like Geelong. Um, there's not much senior players there. There's not many players you look at who are near their prime either. Like all that first tier, that first round of picks, like nearly all left they're pretty in, much in the midfield. Well, other than Swallow, pretty much like the players, like the real sort of starting players. The only one really left is like Arbor out, really. Like then he's like a leader in some ways, but he's really important to them because when they're decent through the middle of the year. They were all right, and it was because him and Saad offered so much runoff half back. Mm-hmm. But as soon as uh, as soon as he got busted for a TUI, they yeah. turned to crap, and Rodney got sacked. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, big, big issues for them. Uh, moving on, two votes. Uh, you're getting some more votes, mate. They just keep coming your way. Yeah, some killer defeat at North. When, when you go points. the tank, this is what happens. Well, one interesting thing about this game is, is the, the only f- interesting thing about <laughs> this game. It was the only game ever in which I've been supporting North Melbourne. I wanted you that to win this. That cannot possibly true. You I had were, to say, I was you looking... You were 13 by the time I met you. There is had to be at least one All of those right. games. Right. See, the, f- the first time since Melbourne beat North last time. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, I was looking at the you know, scores. 4,000 days. What are you still counting, eh? No, I saw a countdown clock go 4,000 days since Melbourne last Where did you find this countdown clock? Twitter. He's actually just got a massive board in the room and he just like does a, does a dash every day. He would. Good, yeah. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to get my bond back uh, here because I've scratched it into the uh, <laughs> plaster. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so how happy were you to be losing this game? Why did you go? No, no. no. Uh-huh. Um, it was a St Kilda home game and I... Just didn't want to get off the couch. Um, now, I stayed loyal when we were as bad as you are. I've been to like 12 games this year. You I missed a few, mate. You didn't watch last week. I you started to give up a bit. You... as well. I know, this week's in Brisbane. You won't go that. Will you watch that? Yeah. I don't trust you, mate. I, do, I have to <laughs> barry. I have you to send all the good vibrations to Brisbane. They need to get over the line here. Can I also... Um, Rub into you a little bit the fact that you said there was like no chance that they'd finish bottom four. 
And yeah. there's every chance you're going to finish last now. Last. We could finish fourth last, though. So we could, I could have been not, not that wrong. Um, <laughs> still be wrong, though. <laughs> yeah, look, to be honest, I didn't think I... I thought it hurt more being this bad, but the fact that we've got Dusty and Josh Kelly coming kind of mitigates things a lot. Like, we're in the top four next year, and I'm kind of okay with it. You don't have Dusty and Josh Kelly coming. That is not a fact. I've seen photos of them in North Melbourne, Gid. Yes, it was photoshopped, <laughs> but still. It's just, it's not a fact, and you should be miserable. Okay? In my dreams, it's true. So yeah, it, is, it is time for you to be miserable, and you should be very miserable. You are you are going to finish last. Nah, do you guys need to have a good game? He actually did. He played really well until he got... He was off for about 20 minutes because someone poked him in the eye and he couldn't see for a while. And then he hurt his elbow. And in the preceding, like, three quarters, two and a half quarters, he got 15 untouches and dominated in the ruck. So it was all right for most of it. We were just saying, Maxi hasn't been great recently. So we're now the argument's yeah, the changed for the, who's the worst ruckman out of Yeah, the, the uh, contest is back on. <laughs> it's completely the opposite uh, yeah. direction. Uh, to, to be fair, I think Max wins this. Uh, Todd Goldstein does win this one at the moment. Todd is and, definitely and worse than worse. Max at the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, for now. <laughs> can, can, we get Scott, can we get Scott's favourite topic? What trade value are you going to get for Ted, Todd Goldstein? We talked about this last week, didn't we? I don't remember. I don't pay much attention to what I say. <laughs> <laughs> but after, yeah. after today, when you've lifted his, oh. stock, probably, uh, to his trade stock, probably. probably top five pick again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we said last week. Oh, second I think he's round bad. if we're doing well. I think it'd be like a late, yeah, a late second round. We'd be happy with the second round. Really? Yeah, at the moment. He, he, he's a weird one because there may be some teams who still think we can get him back to what he was. Mm. But, but I mean, he was, he was great, great for one year. He was, and it was good for a few. He was, and then he was no, he was a top two or three, top three ruckman for. The four years before he had that, because he was nominated for the All Australian squad twice in the four years before he made All-Australian. Okay. And should have been All-Australian both times because Will Minson and Mark Jamar were the ones that got in ahead of him. What bullshit. The Russians should have been in, mate. No, the he Russian should have. had a great year. Can you remind me Is how much right? you remember of Todd Goldstein's year that year? Because we've had this discussion in zero. Do you remember how much you remember of Jamar's? Yes. All oh, right. Because I'm angry about it. You hold on to things that make <laughs> After you angry. The fact. Speaking of things that make me angry, Ryan Clark didn't get the Rising Star nomination again. <laughs> the last month, he's averaged 27 touches a game. Ben fucking Ainsworth got it with two <laughs> touches and three goals. Fuck off, Ben. And it's Luke Darcy's what, what, fault. What, I've what, checked. He's on the committee. What did Clark get this week? 25 touches at 80-odd percent efficiency. <laughs> get 10 disposals and beat That is funny. Shows how irrelevant you are. It's fucking good. Ben Ainsworth. It's good. But anyway, we're moving on. Uh, three votes. Pretty easy one. Richmond defeated Freo by 104 points. So do those teams we say. Gold jacket, green jacket. Who gives a shit? I'm like, so much better as my own producer. I'm like, why you can get stuck? That's like three weeks in a row. Of, yeah, I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite honestly, Chris. I'm honestly very happy not having the role. How are you guys so bad at it? So easy. <laughs> well, you're sitting right next to the microphone. I'm going to lean over you. Oh, yeah. Right. And then, and, then, and then the screen like turns in your, in your hand like right as you're about to press the pause button. It just doesn't happen to me. I'm just, I'm just sharp. <laughs> but anyway, Fremantle. I just have no response to that conversation. <laughs> Fremantle, back to back 104 point losses, which is as sad as it is impressive that you can manage to get the exact like hitting, same Like yeah, yeah. Losing by four points two weeks in a row, like Richmond nearly did. That's understandable. A four point loss is a reasonably they, common. They happen, yeah. Yeah, like that is a reasonably common number for a margin to. Margin for a game to be decided by. 104, 
Not so much. It does that very often. That, that exact number would have happened 50 times in the history of the league, if that. Yeah, probably. probably. significantly less. Yeah, it's good, it's and quite twice impressive. in a row, Fremantle did it. It's also very sad, though. I mean... I'm a. I've always been a very big Ross man. What's, uh, I'm starting to get a little bit worried. What's now. Cam Moody's segment on after the bounce? Numerology or something? Yes, yeah, I think we just did it, and a lot better than he did. <laughs> I'm pretty happy with ourselves. Okay, but talking about footy, um, yeah, it is. They're getting to the point now. Where, like Fremantle's midfield is not that bad, they and they are performing. Yes, I know, but you can I don't think their list is bad enough to be losing by a hundred points two weeks in a row. No, but like at the end of a season, it, like stuff comes undone. We've seen this a thousand times before. But they haven't like I, they've been conceivably this bad for the year. Like, I, I could picture it coming. Yeah, that's true. And even though they beat us twice, I don't. I still feel like North is a much better side going forward than Freo. So I don't think there's much upside in terms. Like that's just the way I mean. I, I think the lists at the moment. I think Freo are clearly better than you. The really? List. Yeah. I think they they have a, they have a bit there in the midfield. They do. Yeah, and we have Ben Brown. <laughs> they have Cam McCarthy. <laughs> He's not great, is he? <laughs> he does, he does <laughs> one special thing every five weeks. Ah, uh, yeah, he's not great. They, 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 they've been trying so hard to get a key position player for so long, and they're like, oh, we've got him now, and he, he's not great. And now they've got the same issue again. And they've got, they've got, he's pretty much the white Harley Bunnell. Just hasn't played football in forever and needs to get back on it, and he hasn't shown it yet. Speaking of Harley Bunnell, good for him to be back. Kicked a couple of goals early, didn't do anything else for the rest of the game, but at least no. he's playing. Yeah, I think it's just about getting his body the reps. I don't think anything else matters at this stage. If he gets back to... Look, I saw Harley Bunnell have 36 touches and kick six goals. If he does half of that, that's 18 and three. And that's a good game. He's a genuine freak. An absolute freak. I hope he gets back to his best because I love watching him play. But anyway, Richmond. I think we want to... Our producer wants to have a bit of a gloat. I mean, not really. I'm not getting too carried away with this win. I think... I think think Freo was honestly, like, pretty dreadful. And, um... They, they, and they, uh, they, we're, we're just a good side who should win like this every week. Uh, <laughs> like, straight sets is coming. Well, it's well, coming. But what was funny, Freo actually played pretty well for the first quarter. It's like a reverse Adelaide game for you. Yeah, it was very much like a reverse Adelaide game. <laughs> um, and, but like, we were actually like, very intense throughout the entire game, which is a good sign, mm. I guess. Like, we stayed hungry even in the last like, 10 minutes when we were up by like 90 points. You did what Melbourne should have done. Yeah. It, was, it was actually quite funny because like the only thing left to decide was whether we were going to win by 100 points. And then with 30 seconds left to go, we've got possession. And Dad Butler's got the ball in the midfield. And, and, then, and then it's like, oh, no, we're not going to quite get there. They give us a 50-meter penalty. <laughs> and he kicked the ball on the siren to get over 100. You do weirdly get excited about the 100 points, <laughs> don't you? There's, there's something weird. It's a milestone. Yeah. Like it's a, You see the extra digit, you go, whoa, that's a big win. It does, it does feel like special. 98 points it feels a lot less than 104. It shouldn't. It's a goal. But something... Something feels good about it. Yeah, yeah. But, it's satisfying. But like, I think the good signs are that all our key players are playing pretty well. Mm. Like Bash played well, Blossom played well. So just like our like our second tier players are playing well, and it's good that we got some com- competitive spirit with like with it. Well, Townsend yeah. stay in the team because he definitely deserves a spot. But is he going to get one? I don't know. How did Townsend kick six goals by playing for you? Yeah, <laughs> he was hungry as well. Yeah, he could he could have like set up a couple more, but he was like, no, I'm I'm feeling the goals today. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Anyway, let's get to the important football. Sydney defeated Adelaide by three points in what was quite clearly the game of the round. Good way to start off the weekend, to be honest. This was a really, really good game. Like it's one of those games you watch. Like you, sometimes those games between the absolute best teams you watch, yeah. and you think like, 
was it that good? But this this did feel like yeah, it was don't, a really high quality. You don't match often match. get the St Kilda Geelong match in two thousand nine. Like you don't often yeah. get it to live up to expectations. Exactly. This one did. This was. This felt like a top of the table clash. Yeah, and exactly. for all intents and purposes, there's only one other team in the league that matters. And so to see this is just probably it's great to see. <laughs> I actually I hate I didn't miss you <laughs> um, I actually hate all the when all like whenever there's a slightly close game they say it's finals like intensity and all mm. that this did feel almost like a final at times like it actually did feel like that which which, which was pretty cool and I, like, I'd be very excited to see these two teams play again yeah in finals. oh absolutely if this isn't a if we don't see these two teams meet in the finals I'll be quite disappointed it'll be disappointing yep um, mainly Adel- because it means uh, GWS it's had to go through both of them, and that'll make me sad. <laughs> Whatever. Cause, um, no, because if GWS win the flag, North's more likely to get Josh Kelly. He doesn't need more than one premiership with GWS. He can just come straight over. <laughs> I actually hate you so much. <laughs> this is actually where your mind goes. Like this is genuine. Like this is actually how you think. But anyway, have I have I pretended to, to be anything other than what I? I just want to make it clear to our listeners that you are as big a flog as you appear. <laughs> yeah, this is not an act. <laughs> um, Adelaide should have won this game. Mm. Uh, I, I watching it, it just felt like to me it felt like Adelaide were the better team they had more tricks they moved the ball much better they were more classy it felt like as the game went on it felt like Adelaide were the mm. better team and Sydney just managed to kick free goals to sort of yeah. stay in it there was the Buddy goal there was one when Buddy tapped it to roll and he kicked it from 60 even the Papley match winner was it just kind of bounced into his path perfectly and it, it felt like they were relying on just that some freak efforts is a lot of what Sydney is though like the way they've structured themselves is for a absolutely astonishingly good top six and then churn through everyone else but I just and I, just keep recycling players and getting to the point where they've got a great team because what's more important your top six or your bottom six it's your top six I, I just don't feel in a final that you can confidently rely on those things happening to get you over the line like it felt like Adelaide had a more sure clear way of scoring yeah but Sydney's way has given them a shot for ten straight years yeah, but I they, like, I think that last year in the end they looked like I mean it, they got beaten pretty comfortably really in the grand final. Yeah, and it felt like it, and they got beaten badly by GWS in the first game of the final. And both of those games sort of it felt like they just sort of lacked a bit of a, a bit of spark. Like it, they just didn't quite have the class that the opposition had. Um, and that it felt the same here for me. I thought um, and like. Awesome that they won. Like, yeah. great, great effort, especially away from home. And there, there were some free kicks that went Adelaide's way. So it, it's a great, great win. But I think if they played again, especially in Adelaide, which is likely what will happen, I think Adelaide would win. Yeah, that's that's fair. Although you didn't see the first the start, did you? I did miss the first yeah. quarter, yes. And that was... <laughs> like, Sydney was up seven goals to two. And I, I hear what you're saying, but when I watched that, I was like... How this did they do it? Was it just contested? Yeah, they dominated the contest, yeah. and which were is good which enough. is what they can do. Like, if you can match them in the contest, yeah. I think you'll beat them. But yeah, but they were good enough to use the ball effectively going forward, but then stop Adelaide's rebound while they were on the front foot. A lot of teams on their good days can beat Adelaide in the middle, but still get carved up going back because Adelaide's so good. Sydney, while they were on top, were really effective at it because. Their defensive setup really nullified 
the halfbacks they're, in Adelaide early. Their backline is special. Like that, I think they're pretty Weirdly much weirdly special. They're pretty they? much all like off the rookie list. Yeah, like they're they're like Rampy, entire who's backline. A jet, um, Melikan, who's everybody's favourite Pelican. He actually, he actually is pretty he's good. Really though. good. He's a good player. He's a lot. Uh, he's got a much smaller turning circle than I feel like he should because he looks really uncoordinated. But except for Mills, actually, he's the only one <laughs> off the rookie list. Yeah, no, that guy is very highly rated. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, there. Who do you see? You, you're more impressed by this by Adelaide for this going forward, aren't you? That's where you see. That's your takeaway. Uh, yes, I, I, having yes, having watched this, I think if they met again in finals, I think Adelaide would win. So you're, you're saying that if they're at the Adelaide Oval, I'd say definitely at the Adelaide Oval, I give Adelaide a really good chance to see this. And at the MCG, I definitely tip. At the MCG, Adelaide. you take if Adelaide. in a grand final, I take Adelaide. Who'd yeah. you ta- having who, who'd watched you this take game. At the MCG, I think I take Sydney because Adelaide have a terrible record at the MCG. All right, lock him in. <laughs> no. GWS are going to yeah, be yeah. <laughs> We both agree that GWS oh, no, 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 no. I'm telling you the hypothetical situation with these two playing in grand Okay, okay. Yeah, I, we've I, made our tips already. I'll, I'll tip that grand final now. <laughs> but anyway, next up we got Dogs lost to Port by 17 points. <sighs> we were, feels good to be right. We were both pretty happy about this result for completely feels different reasons. good to be right. You're just a flog who likes to gloat about the fact that yeah, you said... Yeah, look, is the sound of me patting myself on the back emanating right now? Yes, it is. You did it last week. Do you need to pat yourself on the back again? Yes. It's, it's a victory tour off, Rory. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't want to just celebrate my good fortune and genius once. I want to be able to revel in it constantly. It's pretty hard for me to argue too passionately against you. Like, I mean, you, no, I'm you, right. you did. Like, the important thing is that you didn't say they were a bad team. You said they're not a good team, and they're not. And no. they, for a lot of last year, they weren't really mm. either. And it's been said many times, but they had a freak month. Yeah, what we were talking about when we were sort of making the... It was well, no, it wasn't a bet, but it sort of was. Um, <laughs> it was whether or not they'd click. That was what the question was, because yeah. they hadn't been a good side, and I they just, just never got it together. I just gave them that, that little hope, just yeah. because of the fact we'd seen that it happened before. And you're a fool. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, mate? They could still make it. <laughs> I think it's still possible. But, but technically, it's, it's don't they not. need to win like 300 points? Yes, they need to lose to free battle. They're not making that's, that's even less likely than um, 300 not. points. <laughs> Although, Fremantle have a habit. Oh no, it's St Kilda. Fremantle will always lose to St Kilda in the last two weeks of the season by 10 goals. Do you remember that? What? So, when Ross Lyon initially went to Freo for the first two years after Freo and St Kilda were playing really late in the season mm. and uh, both times St Kilda won by about 10 goals <laughs> as a revenge game and St Kilda were in the dumps and Freo was like was that why was one of them the one of them was they, the rest yeah they just but the other one they just flat out third. belted them out of nowhere <laughs> yeah okay it's one of my favourite quirky moments of the last five years Scott uh, yeah do you have any other takeaways from this not too much good, good win for the power I mean the dogs Not aren't a top eight win. Yeah, close. dogs aren't technically a top eight team, but they're close. You know, it's a good win over mm. a pretty solid opposition. So, yeah. so good for them. It's I, not a flat tracky win, especially in uh, Ballarat. Yeah, I know. And for it was a close reason, game for most of it. They had to really bizarre conditions. Makes me feel like it's a better win than it mm. might have been well, otherwise. It, it felt like it needed to be a little bit of a mm. scrap. It was close for most of the game, and then they managed to pull themselves over the line at the end. So that that's good signs for them. I, it, it's looking like they will be. Yeah. Uh, Semi final, yeah, sort of side. Um, it takes something pretty special for them to make a prelim, I think. Well, but it's possible. A, it's a big call, Fod, because they're likely to play you 
the, the elimination final. Yeah, it's, an act, it's a complete toss of a coin between whether we play them or Sydney. We'd lose to both of them. We'd beat Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> so that's still the dream. <laughs> Richmond finished fifth. You get St Kilda. And I'm a flog, Scott. And I'm a flog. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> let's start. We got uh, Geelong defeated Collingwood by 11 points. Good win by Geelong. Collingwood's a bit of a bogey side. They came back. But for Collingwood, three goals in the last three quarters or something. I think I think you'd be pretty stoked right now, sitting back as a Geelong supporter after Selwood went out. Yeah, and, and pulled off a couple of, a couple of like kind of. You could have looked at them when 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 yeah. Selwood went out and thought kind of fifty fifty. There was a games, chance even less if they didn't get it together that Geelong were going to fall out of the eight. Like it was mathematically yeah. possible. I, I was just going to say flashback to two games ago when yeah. you, you were talking about Geelong. I was saying out of the be eight. a funny yeah a funny situation. So like that's well, all year we've given them shit for being a mm. two two player team. They've played three games without Selwood, won all of them, and did they win the game without danger? Well, who'd they play against Danger, Fact Checker? How am I supposed to look that up? Do you your job. How am I supposed to look that up in a split second he turned to me? I have a... <laughs> I just thought you were good at your job. <laughs> I have a feeling they lost it. I seem to... I I think it was the week where before Selwood went out. I, I'm pretty sure they lost it. Ah, who cares? <laughs> um, we'll find out at the end of the show. Uh, Collingwood, I guess. Is Buckley still sacked? Like, oh, he's... Does this change anyone's opinion? The weekly checking on him. Is it? Is he sacked or should he be? Like, it's, it's sounding like he's not going to be sacked. That's what there was hearing. an article in the Age saying that he's going to know his fate in the next week or so. I've, heard, a board I've heard a lot of he's going to get a two-year contract. I've heard that around. There's a board what? meeting tonight. Um, this is like nevertism. Like, that's what it is. Hundred percent, he should be sacked. Like I have no hesitation at all. Will he be sacked? It's looking like we're leaning towards the no. This is ridiculous. Which is dumb, yeah. <laughs> but, like, a couple of weeks ago, you guys said he's won more games this year than he did last year. So I, I looked that yes. up. And in 2015, wrong. he got 40 points, so 10 wins. In 2016, he got 36, so 9 wins. And this year, he's got 8.5. 8.5 with a draw. So, like, if, it if depends, they, on, if depends you, on how they play against you. If you win, he's gotten worse again. Just. It's like plateauing yeah. out. Yeah, it's the um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, extrapolation or whatever it is. But anyway, it's amazing he's lasted as long as he has. It's extraordinary. Like it just goes against everything that we know about the way the footy industry works. Like literally anyone else would have been sacked. Like yeah. even Voss was sacked a while now. ago. <laughs> yeah, Voss was sacked a long. Matthew Primus of Port. Who else has been? He was of... really, really bad. Oh yeah, he was almost <laughs> Neil's level bad. Like, I wonder if Hinkley was actually that good a coach when he came in, or he was just replacing Primus. Yeah, yeah, the, potentially. <laughs> I think I think the follow-up question, I suppose, is if he doesn't get sacked, do you give him a chance of turning it around next year? Like, do you give him a chance of being playing finals and starting to do what they said they should have been doing for the last I think years? there's. I've heard this a lot as well. I think there's a chance that he does a hard week and he gets a really good coaching staff around him. And that improves him. I don't think he is going to improve as a coach in the list. I think the only thing that could possibly happen is they get someone smarter than him to help him out. Well, I, I still, if, if that happens and they get good coaches around him, I still think you'd have to give him a big tick. Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. But I, I just I don't think he's got the coaching ability. I think he's got a, the man management ability, but they need some tactical now in there that they don't have at the moment. I think uh, Hiritia Lamumo would disagree with you. He's, he's been saying well, that he's 
he knows his footy really well, but he has just no emotional intelligence, is what he said. Oh, I thought he was just racist. <laughs> I think there's that as well. <laughs> <laughs> and homophobic. Uh, new, new Dermot Brewery. <laughs> Uh, let's move on. GWS defeated Geelong, uh, West Coast by 21 points. West, yeah. West Coast are pretty much very close to being out of it now. But in a weird way, good on it. Like, that, that was a really close game for yeah, the entire decent game. decent performance. Took Josh Kelly getting knocked out and going otherworldly for them to win the game. Hit Mumford on the chest to put them two goals up. Then kicks the goal to seal and put them three goals up. Josh Kelly Do you was know why? freakishly good. He's so good. He's so good. I look forward to any signs with St Kilda. He kicked, <laughs> he kicked the ball out on the full once, and you're like going on about it for five minutes, five, ten minutes. It was like the last 30 seconds yes. of the game. He had a like, shot and goal. He'd had like ten touches in the five minutes before that to like win them the game. It was ridiculous. Only as good as your last kick, and his last kick was out in the full banjo. His last kick was a goal. Do you know how many disposals he got? 43. 43. Yeah. And he uses it so well. He's like, such he's, a good There's so much class in the way that he uses it. Mm. And he almost died. Like, <laughs> he actually almost killed the boy. That was, like, he wasn't being courageous. I've heard a few people say that. He just didn't know where he was, turned around and got whacked. Yeah, like, probably right. He, he, was, he wasn't... He'll get some cred for it, though, and good on him. Yeah, it's like giving credit to Bob Murphy for being a good guy. It's not actually a good guy. Josh Kelly wasn't actually courageous. That just both happened. It's not like that at all. What are you talking about? Uh, I'm bringing up Bob Murphy again later. And it's going to be exciting. Is this a good win for GWS? Not really. It's a very average win. Not really. They still won. It's like most of their wins. It's just been eh. I kind of thought that they just like exploded. And they yeah, were just going to be unbeatable from now on. And just amazing. I mean, it, like, it's it, it good on them for winning it. That's that's fine. And yeah. they, there's a fair chance that they'll finish top two. At least they'll definitely be top four. Yeah. Um, and they'll still win the flag. But It's it's not as overwhelming as I thought they'd be this year. Yeah, they could I, still be the minor premiers. It's not... Beyond reason. Because uh, Adelaide have to go to West Coast this week. Yeah. Yeah, true. I don't know. I just thought... I thought they'd be, like, significantly better than everybody this year. And they haven't been. Yeah, a well, they, they, part of it's been injuries. A lot of it injuries. has been injuries. It has been. Like, we were both... 60-70% of that's been injuries. We were there both... was a little bit something missing. I don't know. I just... They were better last year. Yeah, GWS last year were better than this year. I'm pretty confident on that. And I'm going to give them especially, an injury. Especially their best last year. Like, that quarter they played against Richmond where they kicked 10 goals to nothing. Their, their, incredible. their first final against Sydney, was that was special. Yeah. That was like, wow, what are we watching here? And they just haven't been able to put it together. I do think a little bit of it is on Leon Cameron. I don't know. I just I, I don't see the Leon Cameron issues. I just I just don't see it at all. I, I don't think he's he a poor coach who has freaks. I, I I think that they know the way they play. I just think he might be a bit of a worse fault. I don't see him adding a whole lot. But I don't think they have a a plain playing style. Like I, I think, really no. When you watch them, they, they know exactly what they do and they know how they play. They the way that they spread and they move forward, like they, they have a clear game style. They've got they the orange suit. Toby Green sometimes, and he takes a freak mark, and everything looks better. No, I disagree. They 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 they, they were incredibly good with their handballs and handballing close, and then the way that they their midfielders spread forward and run in waves. That's special. That's know. something which not a lot of clubs have. Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't think that's all on Cameron. I that I, I don't know. I'm. I don't I see don't the Cameron issues at all. I, I think they have a clear style. I don't style. see him as an issue. I just don't see him as adding much. 
And like, as long as they don't have a drug co- uh, problem, he's not as bad as Horsfold. But like, I don't know. flag. <laughs> that is an unbelievable. <laughs> they underachieved and they want a flag. That is one of the weirdest historical footnotes mm-hmm. in the league. But anyway, for West Coast, that's pretty much Linden. Pretty shocking fall. Pretty close to Linden. It's still possible. Uh, that, so they have to beat Adelaide. It's mm. in Perth, so it's possible. Yeah. Melbourne have to lose to Collingwood, which is possible, and they need to make up. I think it's around 35 points kind of differential that they have to make up. Which is so it's possible. Still a, like, it, it, look, it's unlikely. It's 1.8%. Yeah. I think, I think it, yeah, it adds it like generally around a 35-point mark. So, you know, both teams, it's a three-goal three loss or yeah. three-goal win. It, it, it's possible. But they it's were unlikely. in a grand final two years ago. Yeah, they did have a ridiculously easy draw that year. Looking That's back true. on that, like they, they cruised to a top two mm-hmm. position and, and they did well to beat Hawthorne in the first final. Yeah. And they, like, they, 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 and they, they beat, they beat you guys pretty comfortably, but you guys were no good. Pretty comfortably. They beat you by about five goals, man. Four goals. As ridiculous umpiring involved. <laughs> I remember this argument. <laughs> Um, but I like I just I, I, that, that, they I definitely... should have got the most bullshit free kick you'd ever want in the goal shut up. four free kicks shut up. they got two goals that were so clearly shut not up there. <laughs> they definitely overachieved that year West Coast based on the draw that they had and I just I just don't think they're a great side they're no, not they're not and like Nick Nutt's been a massive out but not an enormous out yeah not enough to make them a properly good side he wouldn't make them a contender did no, you definitely make them a top eight team. Like, yeah. they'd easily make that dis- difference. But yeah, it wouldn't be top four. Anyway, let's get to my personal favourite game of the round. Carlton defeated Hawthorne by seven points. Oh, secured North, the number one draft pick. Secured North, Josh Kelly for free. He didn't secure you the number one draft pick. You're still second last. And, <laughs> and James Sisley was made to look like an absolute turd. He is a bit of a turd. I mean, I never said that he was a good bloke. I said that he's a good footballer, and he's been playing some but pretty good football. But by implication, you're, you're supportive of him, and so that you endorse <laughs> no, his character. No, I there agree. There is an implicated <laughs> character endorsement in your appreciation for him in the past. <laughs> never was. Do not shy away from this, I, Scott. I have you not have changed. You have a dark past in this, uh, in this area. I, Sicily's a prick, and you like him. <laughs> I don't like him. I, I never liked Sicily. But I, I mean, I was supported him to try to upset you. Which you did successfully, I will admit. <laughs> um, but no, he's still quite a talented player. He's out, he's still, like, he was always a one-trick pony when he was forward. He's still kind of got the one trick. But he's able to use it a lot better yeah. now he's on half-back. Like, he has more opportunity to intercept and to take take his marks. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, he's, he's not a good player. He also he's gave an angry, away angry character. seven free kicks. Yeah, okay. It wasn't a good game. He did not play well in this game, but he's had a pretty reasonable year. He just seems like a shit bloke, though. Oh, he definitely he, seems like a shit bloke. And he got what's coming for him. But anyway, Carlton, importantly, got the win that every North Melbourne supporter wanted. I'm so happy about it, Scott. Why are you happy about it? I thought you said Carlton were no good and you've been patting yourself on the back about saying they were no Yeah, but good. again, they beat another team I don't rate in Hawthorne, so if the Colton <laughs> works out fine, it's a wash. <laughs> I would... There are so many teams I don't rate that when they beat each other, I'm just like, no skin off my back. They both suck. And then North came out of it well. It was a great result. Like, couldn't have been much better. But now, the moment we've all been waiting for, it's time to pay homage to probably the Pods mascot. Our shared love of Fitzy needs to be But he's our second mascot. Lyndon Dunn is our number one mascot. No, no, no. What? Lyndon Dunn is done with being our mascot. (laughs) I just forgot about him. 
Fitzy. He has retired. The best Tunnel Ball player in the history of the NFL. <laughs> we do love, we do love the Fitz. If either of us knew how to make videos, we'd put up a memorial video. I just want to say, I think the first note outside of just listing the results that we've put on our pod plan was this week. No, just to write since, Fitzy retired. Since I stopped caring. <laughs> yeah. Remember how yeah, since the first plan. two rounds, yes. But we did write in Fitzy retired because we wanted to make sure that we do. We do mention him because he was a great man. You wrote it in, which says a whole lot because you actually have never done that before. (laughs) I've never done any notes on anything ever. You've never done any work for Um, stuff, and I'm just impressed with. I didn't even know he was having concussion issues, but apparently he was, and he's now retired. We are his biggest fans. Do you want to start a fan club? Uh, Fitzy's retired fan club. No, I don't. (laughs) Uh, I want to get that going. I want to start another Facebook page. I won't join. Yeah, I have access to your Facebook. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's move on. Brisbane. Oh, you only scraped over the line against them by 13 points. Well done. Melbourne, by the way. Is what I call a very, very immature performance. The definition <laughs> of an immature performance. The first half was one of the worst halves of footy you'll ever see. Both teams were awful. We just thought we were going to win the game. Like we just, it, we just didn't bother at all. We came out in the third quarter, played some really good footy for a while. And the third quarter was actually a reasonable game. The Brisbane responded, played some good footy, sort of keep themselves in the game till three quarter time. We came out, blew them away at the start of the last quarter, blew it out to five goals. Again, we thought, oh, the game's won, and then we just stopped again, and they came back into it again. It was just, it was, it was pretty pathetic, really, just mm. from a. Yeah, mentally sort of point of view. We've got to the point now we're actually starting to win those games just. I mean, both Carlton games this year, we did the same thing and scraped over the line. So we're now good enough that we still managed to win them. Yeah, I don't but know. But it's not great. I don't know how you didn't kill this game when you're five goals up. It's pretty impressive by Brisbane, to be honest, because they got up to nearly within We a did completely stop. Like we just, we just thought we'd won it. Yeah, but I don't know. It's I think it's better for Brisbane than it's worse for you. Just because, I, I don't mean, know. Well, we won it, so it's not the end of the world in the end. Yeah, and for Brisbane, these kind of signs, these are the kind of signs that like Collingwood have been receiving pats on the back for for a few years now. Like, oh, they've been competitive in every game. Well, Brisbane's starting to do that, and they suck, and they're really young as well. You're getting quite positive about Brisbane, aren't you? I, I still not particularly. They're positive. the youngest team in the comp by a fair stretch, and a lot of their kids I like the look of. I don't know. I'm, I'm really positive about them. Well, I think we, we kind of knew there was a bit of talent in the key position stocks. I think we're starting to see yeah. a little bit more in the midfield now um, from, like, younger players, yeah. apart from their, their stars, who are stars. Like, Beams killed us. Zorko started by killing us. Melksham ended up stopping it. Melksham's all right now. Yeah, this is the weirdest takeaway of the season. <laughs> Melksham's had a really good second half of the year. This is annoying. And he, kill, yeah. he has big moments. You're giving up, you giving up a second-round draft pick for Melksham. Used to be funny. Now it's just annoying. Yeah, it seems like a reasonable deal now. Yeah, he's snagging goals. I don't want it to be role. about right. That's ridiculous. No, it's quite, it's quite nice. I, we got a fair bit out of Essendon's drug scandal. <laughs> I'm pretty happy with that. You probably got no. Nah, so right is probably the best that left. But you probably right has been better than Hibbard this year. I reckon Hibbard's been. Damn good. I think he, in terms of... Um, I think it's both of them are a chance to be All-Australian. I think I think, I think think they were both. Oh, I think Hibbard will be, sure. I, mm. it, the, they love metres gained stats. He's in average metres gained. He's, like, clearly number one in the comp. He, he, and he's a very he's, good defensive yeah, player as well. He's good at zoning. He's actually... He's been so good. That's like, really so close. Good. But you paid a lot less than Port did, so it's probably a better deal for you. I'm very, very happy about it. I can say that. Melksham and Cramery. That's an interesting one. 
don't know. Who's better out of those two? Cranberry hasn't done anything. Yeah, but Cranberry's early years were good. And they had him... Yes, but he's done nothing since he's been at the Dolls, so what's what's the point? Anyway... He was. He was good the first couple of years he got there. Wasn't he? Was he? I don't even... Was he? I don't know. Joey but anyway, easily the, <laughs> easily the biggest thing out of the game uh, was Jesse. Like, by a long way. It was the sort of game that reminds you why you were so upset mm. when he first got injured. He just commanded it. And it's so the, exciting as a supporter. It was the sort of game when you thought, oh, I remember why I used to think this guy was better than Ben Brown. Shut up, Benji. <laughs> um, but like, it's so exciting as a supporter because you go forward and there are those moments where like, often when there's like a clogged forward line of supporter, you kind of think we're not going to score here. When Hogan's lurking and he's playing well, you just think... Kick it to him and we're every chance of scoring. Like it, every chance to take from the mark. If it doesn't take the mark, we'll bring it to ground. I enjoy your excitement when, you, like, you realise you've got a good player in a position you haven't had a good player in for a long time. It's, it's a di- it's a different dimension as a supporter at the game. Like, like I, I forgot about how good it was. Like because he, he, he hadn't been when he was here back in this year, he wasn't quite playing that no, role, that was, deep role. He was kind of floating. He up. was also just not himself. Full stop. A little bit, but he def- when he came back um, from his cancer, the- he was definitely playing further up the ground. Tom McDonald was playing deep at him for most of it. Yeah, true. Um, and this was just back to him in that deep commanding position, and he was just such a presence, and he was so good. It, w- it was pretty... It was it's exciting. It's almost cute to watch you be happy about football again. It's like you find a new layer of happiness. For this for week, we, could, we may not make fun of them. We will make fun of them. I've got to the point <laughs> I'm not even imagining it not happening, but... You're just so chuffed with yourself. I just want to go to a final. (laughs) (laughs) And care about it. (laughs) That's like, that's all, like, even if we lose, like, I'll be disappointed at the time, but I just want to be excited. You're not going to be in Melbourne, though, are you? You're going to travel? I reckon I have a fair chance, yeah. Yeah. I think me and my brother probably will. Travelling is for a final. It's good. It's exciting. Especially when you win. I wouldn't know. (laughs) When you lose, it sucks. But when you win, it's worth it. Yeah. But anyway, let's get on to our top five. Top five. Uh, We struggled to think of anything. We're scraping the barrel a little bit. Yeah, but we've got next next week's down pat, so, you know, planning is at peak condition right now. (laughs) We've never ever thought more than one week ahead, so I'm pretty proud of us. But this week, focus, one week at a time, top five most hated players. Yeah, so it's our personal hated players. Yeah, like yeah no, we, we don't care that everyone else hates yep. Toby Green. We love him, so he's not on our list. I don't love him, but I... Well, I love him enough. So he's not in there. Scott. Anyway, the important honourable mention, we, we like giving honourable mentions to retired players. Boomer Harvey is yeah. by far the most hated AFL player I've ever come across. Like, I despise every bit of that. Mark man. of a great player. That's all I'm going to say. No, Mark of a flog who thought he was a really good player. He was a- thought he was a really good player. He thought he was better than he was. He was better than he was. He was so good. <laughs> Does that mean? I don't care, but you're wrong. <laughs> Mate, he yeah. was a dead set flog and he was a shit bloke. He was a terrible leader. I don't care. He was the best. Soft. Oh, I hated him. God, I hated him. <laughs> he was really, really good. He was a good player. I have two honourable mentions. Both of them played for the dogs. Well, one still plays. Uh... One, Luke Darcy. What a trollop. I fucking Luke. hate that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Retired player. Okay. And the other, Bob Murphy. Oh, of course it was going to be Bob Murphy. <laughs> How can he be in your most hated players? The most liked, best bloke. That's why. <laughs> because he's the most liked. But how can you actually him? hate Like, I can understand you think you're not liking him as much as everyone else. I mean, I don't... I can understand that. But to hate him. I'm more what hate- has he done to make you hate him? I hate him? the idea of him. <laughs> You are you are a shocking bloke. You really are. You're a terrible human being. Uh, 
Oh, I have another honourable mention, by the way. I've only, I've given an honourable mention to Eddie Betts. I haven't actually put him in my most hated players. I, I, That's for the reason you. of you. I hate the concept of him, but I don't hate him himself. I, I quite like <laughs> yeah, him. But any bloke, Eddie Betts is actually a good bloke. So I don't know how this applies. <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> but no, I quite like Eddie as a bloke. But like, yeah, I, I hate it. I hate the thought of how excited everyone gets. Yeah, yeah, I get so it. So he's not actually in my top five. Okay, so take us away. What is your in your top five? Number five, I've gone. Brandon Ellis <laughs> I still hate him he's had a better year and he's started... he's turning into like a real footballer not just someone yeah, who gets the he's not somebody who just stands yeah. in space and chips it sideways but I just I just just hated watching him play because it was just he summed up everything that was wrong with Richmond and he got credit because he was leading the possessions and it just it annoyed the hell out of me that's a fair point that's a reasonable rational 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 <laughs> argument my fifth John Lewis. All right. He punched Todd Goldstein in the face. You're He's on my grudges from that. John Lewis is a thug, and you hated him up until like a year ago. I know. I actually never hated John Lewis, but look, he has a little bit of thug about him. A little bit. Yeah, he has a little bit, a little bit there, but. I think like I, I like him in the media. I think he, he's really good on AFL 360. I actually think he's a reasonable bloke. He's just he's a bit of a thug. Every person who plays for Melbourne and punches somebody's a reasonable bloke in no. your eyes, Scott. Tom Blood Tom Bug is not a reasonable bloke. He's an asshole. I'm well aware of that. How did neither of us have Tom Bug on our list? One, because I like dickheads, and two, because he plays for Melbourne. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, four, I've got Joe Danaher. I really oh. hate that guy. Yes, and in Key Ford duo we got coming up here. Oh, okay. Yeah, you've got Hooker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I hate them both. But Danaher's ahead for me for the reason that he always smashes Melbourne and gives and you he's nightmares. Just, yes, and he, yeah, he's just that's he's not just somebody dirty. I want to read about. I, I just, I just don't like Sends him. Shit and is he, through my spine. He loves himself too. He absolutely loves himself with his little celebrations and all that the stuff. The Rory Atkins stuff. I don't care Ugh. if you're mates. You're being a dick. Speaking of celebrations, where you look like a dick, Kale Hooker. Yep, he does <clears> love <throat> himself. Yeah, Oof. and look, it comes down to the quarter against North where he just went out of his way to be a prick to Dan Nielsen. You don't need to do that. Who's Dan Nielsen? The guy he was a prick to. He's played like four games. <laughs> Never heard of him. He's a, a young kid. Shows how irrelevant you are. Or shows how little you care about your job, Scott. You're paid for this. Your listeners deserve better. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and I'm just always going to remember that he was the guy chasing Buddy for both those goals, so he's not very good anyway. He is a terrible boy. I'm, I'm very happy with, with that one. Uh, number three... <laughs> I've got Josh Kelly. I hate the guy. I absolutely hate the guy. This is a worse opinion than Bob Murphy by a considerable. We were margin. saying before this sums up our, our relationship. I, I I think I would love him. I, I think I would absolutely love him if it weren't for your love for him. Like, and he's the fact so good to watch. That you had him all the but time. I just I desperately don't want him to play well and desperately don't want him to be good just because of you. And you desperately don't want him to come to North. Yeah, here's the interesting thing. If he goes to another club, if he goes to St Kilda or something, I think he'll be my most liked player in the competition for yeah, breaking your turn, heart. and he'll turn into my most hated. I, I'll, I can handle him staying at GWS. Yeah, that, that's, that will, that's the thing. That, that will be fine. I will still You'll be upset, him. but you I'll, you'll I'll be upset, but we'll have Dusty to console myself. Um... <laughs> But if he goes to St Kilda Club, (laughs) another crap club. There is like they're gonna ever have to reintroduce more strict gun laws because of what I'm gonna do to him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god, I I can't wait for that. I just got a very odd look from James there. I don't think he appreciated that joke too much. (laughs) This is recorded. (laughs) This is documented evidence against you. We'll delete it at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Like we we're gonna delete me calling Joe Brereton a racist. 
<laughs> it hasn't happened yet. I stick by that theoretically. Number three. <laughs> I have Dave McLean. Dude's a rat. Oh, I thought he'd be in there. He's, well, you suggested him. I'd forgotten about him. <laughs> you, you despised him last year. He's, just he's a, a real ducker. He loves a duck. He's a real ducker and nobody gives him shit about it. That's what annoys me. If everyone gave if duckers as much shit as they gave Lindsay Thomas, I'd be fine with it. But they don't. And he's a shit bloke. I don't know why. Sicily's another ducker. <laughs> yeah, I know. Nobody gives a rat. It's ridiculous. I, I see. I don't have an issue with duck. I think it's part of the game. If you could explain, why do you the rules, hate racist? Because he's a terrible bloke. It's got nothing to do with the do with the ducking. I, I have no issues with him ducking, and I never have. Anyway, my <laughs> two Jack Siebel. <laughs> you knew he was going to be in there. He, he's a shocking bloke. He's a shocking bloke, mate. Well, we've gone over this before. He, just, he plays the man just trying to make he's himself not feel bigger about himself. And he's not a good number player Number two, either. and an actual deserving number two, Bernie Vince. You're this guy a... is a rat. This guy's a dick. This guy doesn't deserve... This guy's barely human. Did you have an he's issue... He's such with... a bad bloke. <laughs> he's a ripping bloke. Do you have an issue with what he's he not did not even this funny. Week? Oh, he's kind of funny. I had more issue for the one he didn't get cited for than the one he got a fine for. When he ran past the ball and cleaned up... I actually, I, actually haven't, I actually haven't seen that one. I thought that was significantly didn't worse, even know. and it didn't get anything. Well, clearly, whereas a t- love tap, which he does once a second, uh, that was, that was just a contest. Like I did not see any issues with that at all. Well, you're watching it live, you just thought that's nothing. I'm not sure we're talking about the same. When I we, think we got our wires crossed. The wait, one where he when he went him. back with a flight and okay, no, I punched. No, that one's fine. Oh. I'm talking about the one where he ran past the ball and clocked somebody in the head with a hip and shoulder. He must have got him on the yeah, shoulder. Yeah, that's or what something. I have to say. Yeah, I thought that Probably was a lot worse. Shoulder. I'm surprised he didn't get anything just, to that. Just a good bump, mate, from a good tough football. Anyway, number one, I think you can guess who it's going to be. It is Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay is not a good player, and I think you know it. I think deep down you know it. Lindsay, from all reports, like actually is a genuinely great human being off the field. They say that about Bernie, mate. You, you, don't, you don't pay attention Lindsay to that. Lindsay does things for his community. Bernie goes on the footy show and endorses a misogynistic show, so get over it. <laughs> so part of this is your hate for the footy show, is it? No, it's just I needed some ammunition. It's definitely <laughs> Lindsay number one. Who's your number one? I think I can guess. Uh, yeah, we'll do have a guess then. Oh, no, we should, we should pause for the listeners to have a guess and then we'll build suspense and then we'll go... I think it. I've just said it. Yeah, <laughs> Sicily, mate. That was a great radio. Of um, course, Sicily. Another ducker, we've, another we've shit boy. I'm, I'm happy with this one. Yeah, no, this is he's probably the worst human being in the competition. <laughs> Lindsay's worse, but... <laughs> Can you please take the uh, North Melbourne... something, whatever you call them? North Melbourne glasses? Anti-bias. Yeah. <laughs> Off, please, like... Sicily is clearly a worse person than you than Lindsay Thomas. I think they're both pretty bad blokes. <laughs> you know nothing. All right, mate. All right. <laughs> I wasn't sure whether to finish the quote. <laughs> I was like, do I do I pause and then say it? But oh. anyway, let's go to the questions. Um, stall for a bit while I bring them up. Here we go. <laughs> you are shocking. Uh, we've got a few from Pooch. Uh, quick fire uh, trade questions. Should Brisbane trade Rockcliffe? He's a free agent, but should Brisbane let Rockcliffe go? No, I don't think so. I think they need a bit of experience there, and they need a bit of a bit of a hard edge to them. I think he's every like he's quite useful to them. I think. I agree. Should Melbourne trade Jack Watts? 
Absolutely not. This, nothing annoys me more in the AFL media than the hate for Jack White. The hate for Jack White. Well, the hype around Jack White. It's ridiculous. We dropped about three players that week, and they're like, the only thing anyone cares about is Watts. He had an injury. He came back. He wasn't in good form. His best footy is fantastic, and I will be disappointed if he's not in in finals. Because he, he's, he's a very, very good footballer. That was quite passionate. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> just do not consider getting rid of Jack Watts. Should Khan trade Gibbs? <laughs> well, I think they'll have to. I don't think they'd like to. Mm. But, yeah, they'll probably have to. And they'll get a fair bit for him. I, I think it'll really hurt him, leave, him leaving. He's, he, he gives them so much class. Especially given that Adelaide's pick is going to be 18. That's yeah. going to kill him. Well, they, just, they're going to ask for more than that. Just give me some reference. So, like, you say Gibbs and you, they're going to get a lot for him. What would they get for him in, like, a trade that's favourable to Khan? Given how low Adelaide's first round pick is, I think they'll get more than a first round pick if he goes to Adelaide. So, like a first round pick and a spare part, or and a solid Adel- player, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, like a, a pretty solid player. He, he's a really, really good player, Gibbs. He's been in fantastic. He's, he's form genuinely this elite. year as well. He's, yeah. had, he's had a couple of years of his best footy, and like mm. he, he's like he gets plenty of the footy. He, he uses the ball so well. He's actually he's living up to being a number one draft pick, yeah. which for a while it didn't look like he was going to get there. Yeah, his last couple of years he's put it together. He's an absolute gun. And he will make an annoy. He would make Adelaide frightening. Yeah. That would be. GWS huge. might not win the next eight flags if uh, they lose Kelly and Gibbs goes to Adelaide. Shut up! I didn't say where he was going to go, I just said if they're losing. <laughs> I was keeping an open mind for listeners because we might have a Carl or St Kilda supporting listener. <laughs> I'm sure that's what you were doing. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, question two. If Dusty decides to go to North and Richmond matches the offer, what would North be able to offer Richmond? And same for GWS. So what are North going to have to trade? What I like <laughs> about this is the defeatist attitude. <laughs> it, it's not, it's not going to happen. Like They're not going to match. No. If he does decide to go, they're not going to match. That, no. they, it's, an, it's an irrelevant question for Lapucci, really. I think so. But I just wanted to <laughs> point out that everyone knows Dusty's gone to North because we have shitloads of money. What would you be happy to give up for, for Dusty? No, it would be free. I just I can't. No, but if, if we did... Hypothetically. I'd give up the number one pick and probably something else. But I think you'd give up the number one pick and a, a good footballer. I mean, you don't, as we've gone over this, you don't have any. But asshole, <laughs> Zeeble. <laughs> but like, I, I, I think, think a Zeeble. I thought you said a good player. I think a Zeeble standard player would be would be fair, and plus a first rounder. I think that's a pretty fair trade for Dusty. He's that good. Not when it's a number one pick. It's not. If it was like the number eight pick. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But anyway, it's irrelevant because he's coming for free. Uh, it's not coming for free. You're paying 1.5 million over seven years. I don't hear anything. If but you free. get him, I don't hear anything but free. God, if you get nothing out of this trade route, you don't get any players. It would be the greatest. I saw thing on like ever. a North Melbourne Facebook group or something. Some guy put up the doomsday where um, we don't get Kelly, we don't get Martin, and we end up with like Kurt Tibbet and Jasper Pittard. <laughs> Just like ah, oh, that'd be fantastic. Um, but anyway, let's get to the final question. Yep. Uh, we've been asked to do a gold jacket, green jacket for club season. So who are the three most irrelevant clubs this year? Okay, so three to one votes for the most meaningless yep. <laughs> team of the season. Uh, why, uh, why do you ruin everything, Scott? One vote is going to go to the first Queensland team, Brisbane. I think uh, that's harsh. How is that hard? No one is, does anyone give a toss about Brisbane? How many Me. votes would they have got? 
this season in Gold Jacket, Green Jacket? Because there's never anything to talk about. I know, I like Zorko, he's relevant. Beams back. It's not about liking an individual player. There's there's hope and dreams back. Is there? Yes. Is there? I think we're all trying to build up the hope and dreams. There isn't. There isn't a lot of hope and dreams. They've been bad for a long time. Yeah, they... but now there's hope and dreams. Chris Fagan's a good coach, supposedly. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, they, but we're talking like, about this season. I don't think. I mean, they, but they, it's a turnaround. It's like a good feel. They've good laid story. down one little foundation, but they've been irrelevant all year. All of their games, we just know what the result is going to be. They're clearly in there. Two votes goes to the other Queensland team. Shows how much. Am I not how well Queensland are Do I not respond with my one vote side, Scott? Oh, so, you're doing them as yeah, well. Yeah, of course. Oh, I thought I it was am. just my segment. No. All oh, right. Well, you don't get to be wrong without a right of If you reply. put Melbourne in. No, I did strongly consider it because you were right. going to put North at three. Um, oh, I, d- I did consider Geelong because they're the same team they've been for the last four years, but they the good version of it. But they're so relevant. They can still win the Premiership. They're extremely relevant. So I've gone one vote Carlton. See, I think uh, I think there is more hopes and dreams for Carlton than there is for Brisbane. Plus, they have they're supporters about to lose Gibbs. Yes, but they they, they have they 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 they've got some reasonable gear. They don't have a lot. They have some, and I think they have just about the best coach in the competition. So, I think there are more hopes and dreams for them. Plus, I think they're relevant because they're one of the big clubs in inverted. They just they not, have supporters. They're a smaller club than you are, pretty much. If they start playing well, they'll jump. Sports will jump on the bandwagon, and they'll be big again. Yeah, like, but you can't say that when they haven't played well for forty years. I think That's not true. there is a like lot of people who care about what happens with Carlton. Yeah, but they're all no idiots. one cares about Brisbane. Okay, next up, who's your two? The other Queensland team, Gold Coast. Yep. Um, the only way you could try to argue that they are relevant is they've sat their coach. That's kind of interesting, but like, I think we pretty much I think it shows for the how much how irrelevant they are that they sack their coach and nobody cares. Yeah, that does. No one batted an eyelid. It wasn't Buck, like Buckley was sacked. It was. It's kind of swept under the radar. I was like, here's today's news, and lastly. Oh, Rodney Ed got sacked. Good night. And normally we have like an interesting discussion about like the incoming coach and how he's going. Does he have a chance to get the job long term? No one's really talked about Dean Solomon at all. No one like, knows no, anything. No one cares. Most people wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't know. Who Apparently journalists showed up to their uh, press conferences with no shoes on. I heard that as a story. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big one, mate. That makes him pretty relevant. <laughs> I know. I All right, who's your two votes? I think bothering to wear shoes makes you a bit more relevant than not bothering to wear shoes. <laughs> who's your two votes? Uh, I'll go on uh, Frio. Frio, yeah. See, I just, I just find Frio interesting. Because you like them, Scott. Yeah, but I like. I, I just think no they have such reason. a good coach who's been so good for so long. I just, I just find it fascinating to see if they can turn it around. Yeah. And Fife's a big story always. I just don't care. They're not good. They won't be good for a long time. There's not much Well, Dave, do you not see a possibility they can turn around? No, I, Sanderlands, I do. Johnson are going to go in the next few years. They, yeah, they still have some good players in the midfield. I, I think they good, good players in the midfield. Monday's about done. Both hills are pretty good. Yeah, but they're wingers, which is in the midfield, I guess. Yeah, that, that is a midfield. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, who's your three? 
Can you get it over and done with? Can I guess? It is North Melbourne. You've definitely got. You definitely would have had the most votes this year. Yeah, but and, that's because you just, you're just an irrelevant club. You bastardised the competition's integrity to get us votes. Also, we're going to get Josh Kelly and Dustin Martin, so we're not going to be irrelevant. You and don't know that. I do know you're that. So, it's not about being Big a, Footy told me, Scott. So this isn't about your irrelevant year. It's about being an irrelevant club. No matter what you do, no one gives a shit about you. That's what it comes down to. Savage and wrong. <laughs> Factual. Oh, you're just a dick. I've got Gold Coast at three. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Nothing right. interesting there. Okay, let's get to the tips. Let's get this over and done with because I don't want to talk to you after you just ruined my weekend. That critique of nothing. <laughs> Your weekend. Dick. Yeah, it's Tuesday. <laughs> my upcoming weekend. Yeah. Uh, Hawthorne Bulldogs saying goodbye to one champion and Bob Murphy. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> what? I'm saying goodbye to one champion and Bob Murphy. Oh, oh okay. I thought you said in Bob Murphy. <laughs> no, I, I was thinking that like, as well. Yeah, so I was thinking of you saying you banging Hodge now and deciding you like Bob Murphy. Um, yeah, no, well, lot, lot to get one. up for, for for both teams. I have a weird feeling Hawthorne will win. That Eddie had, but a Hawthorne home game. Um, yeah, Hawthorne, why not? <laughs> uh, Collingwood, Melbourne. Mm, Melbourne <laughs> I'm not confident about it at all Oh I love it uh, Yeah I'll go Melbourne as well Now the most important game of the early season I guess uh, <laughs> Forget the grand final <laughs> Fine of the home and away season The most important game Brisbane and North the, Are you calling it the Josh Kelly Cup Or are you calling it the No because <laughs> both players Both teams have to I... be playing for the player in question Like they, Brisbane can't get Josh Kelly, so what's the matter? It's not the Josh and Kelly. And also, generally, cup. a cup would mean you're supposed to like try and win the game. Yeah, but that's no, a joke. No, no, yeah, that's the whole taking thing. Like, yeah, they yeah. have a cruiser cup and all of that. Which, yeah, you are trying to lose. Oh, really? The competition is that they're trying to lose. Oh, okay. It was so, a very famous one, was the cruiser cup, which Carlton won slash lost. Um, <laughs> uh, who is going to win that? I'm going to tip you just because I want you to win, and it'll be great. Yeah, I, I, the one, number one pick is worth so much more to us than the number four pick. Like, it just is. We're, we're you don't want a teammate. It doesn't work. We've got no Zeebel and no Proust and no Goldstein this week. And Jared Waits not coming back. We're going to be playing our C team. I hope you win. Go north. <laughs> <laughs> you know this recorded and I can edit that? I won't because I'm lazy. But I could theoretically edit that and put that as my recording. I regret it immediately. Continue. <laughs> put that Sydney. at the start of the podcast. Yeah. Every single podcast. Go north. Uh, <laughs> Sydney Carlton. Sydney. Geelong GWS. Do you agree with Sydney, by the way? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you actually thought of that. Uh, Geelong, GWS, it's in Geelong. I just moved on so much that I had forgotten who they were playing. <laughs> I had to double check. It's in Geelong, so interesting. But I'm going to say GWS. Yeah, I'm they're, going they're with too good. GWS as well. You guys are too similar. Uh, piss up, James. What do you know? Uh, Port. <laughs> Port Gold Coast. Port. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> Essendon Frio. No, 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 no guesses for who we're going to pick there. Uh, Richmond, St Kilda. Oh, I'll be passionately supporting St Kilda. Uh, but, Richmond will win. But then we I don't get. It. I love it that everyone hates us. But then we don't know. No, that's not what we do. Yeah, I just want you to miss We hate before. you. Everybody else loves you. You have the biggest cheerleading squad in the AFL media. I feel, I feel like everybody I talk to hates us. Yeah, because. There's, I, I there's, that, there's a bit of hate. I'm around you two. There's. As well, he hates Richmond. There's a little bit of there's a little bit of love. So what you're saying is your friends hate Richmond. Yeah, my friends hate Richmond. <laughs> um, Maybe that's a reflection of me. 
But if <coughs> Richmond win, they can go out in straight sets. Yeah, I know there is that joy, but I, I think I'm sorry. No, I think I'm going to favour Melbourne playing in the finals. That's more exciting for me. Okay, I'm going to be. I'm going to. I'll go Richmond. I'll go Richmond. Uh, West Coast Adelaide. Adelaide. Yeah, they're a chance. West Coast. They are. Unfortunately, they are. Anyway, that's about wraps it up. And Jesus Christ, we went over an hour. Um, Don't know how. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Uh, Give us a like, give us a share as always. And uh, yeah, talk to you next week.